you know, I love learning from athletes, especially young athletes. Uh, as most of you guys know, I'm from the state of Idaho. I live in Idaho. I was born and raised here. And so, you know, I, I get to see a lot of high school athletics here in Idaho, but I love learning from people who are playing in different parts of the country. Today, we're bringing on a sophomore quarterback out of the state of Georgia, Peachtree Ridge High School quarterback, Darnell Kelly. Uh, and he's going to be sharing some insight with us about his career, um, about him as a student athlete, some of his hobbies, um, his leadership skills, and so forth. We're going to be learning a lot from him. I love this type of stuff because it allows us to hear what it's like to be an athlete in a state like Georgia. I mean, football is different down there. It's just the reality. So we get to, to, to learn from him. And uh, I'm really excited for that. I want to give a shout out to the sponsor of today's episode, which is Nation's Best Football. Super grateful for them and our partnership that we've worked together and collaborated with. Make sure to give them a follow. I'll put them here in the description as well. Nation's Best Football is amazing. It's a, it's a great place, a great platform to learn about, you know, other athletes across the country. Um, if you want to know who like some of the up and coming football stars are, you might want to check out Nation's Best Football. So I'll put the link here too. Shout out to them. I hope you guys enjoy this episode of the Game Time Guru. So, what time is it? Game Time Boost! This is the Game Time Guru Podcast, where I interview sports figures from all over the world to help deliver a panoramic view on sports. So whether you're a former athlete, one of the crazies, or simply a casual sports fan, this is the perfect show for you as we peel back the curtains and learn from our guests every single week. I'm your host, Shane Larson, and I'm helping you see sports through a different lens. What's up, everybody? Welcome out to another episode of the Game Time Guru Podcast. My name is Shane Larson, host of the show, seven years running into this show, and I just want to thank all the listeners, all the guests who have ever joined the podcast. We're now in 182 countries, all 50 states, and like I say every week, it's thanks in large part to everybody. It takes a village to build this. Um, it's, it's awesome stories, awesome guests, and uh, just awesome insight that has helped grow this platform. So thank you guys for tuning in. As you guys heard in the introduction, we're bringing on a high school quarterback out of the state of Georgia, learning a little bit more about him. And we want to give a shout out as well prior to this interview, just uh, shouting out Nation's Best Football for helping me connect with Darnell um, and, and helping me get this interview started. Nation's Best um, over there. I've been working with them, uh, partnering with them for the last four years, and I'm, I'm grateful for their you know work alongside with the Game Time Guru podcast. But like I said, joining us is quarterback class of 2026 out of Peachtree Ridge High School in Georgia. His name is Darnell Kelly. Darnell, thanks for joining the show, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, brother. Absolutely, man. So, you know, they have you listed as a pro-style quarterback, Darnell. And, um, you know, I've watched a little bit of film, uh, just a little bit on you. And I could say, okay, that's that's pretty accurate, pro-style quarterback. But uh, when you hear pro-style quarterback, I sometimes I hate it um, as an athlete being put into a box. Like, oh, I'm a pro-style or I'm a dual threat or I'm this. If you didn't have anything listed on Huddle or any of those other networks or anything, what would you consider yourself? What type of quarterback are you? If you could just say however you wanted to word it, or maybe it is a pro-style quarterback, but what kind of quarterback are you, man? I just feel like I'm a quarterback that get things get things done. So I can pass. I'm, I'm past first quarterback, so I see why they say pro-style, but it's, there's no there's no problem when they say it. But I have a lot of rushing touchdowns. I can run when I need to, but I'm really a pass-first quarterback, and I, and I just like being a leader and being able to show my teammates and my, my coaches how, how I get things done. 
quarterback who can get things done. I, I that's 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 uh, a quarterback that gets things done. I actually really like that. I think that should be what's listed on uh, rather than just saying pro style or dual threat or whatever it might be. But I love that. So uh, pass first quarterback, and um, you're playing down in Georgia. So this is the question I have. I'm actually in Idaho, and we're all very well aware of like how football is in different states, especially down south. Talk to us about high school football in Georgia and the competition that you face. Well, I've been in Georgia my whole life, so I've been playing good competition since youth football. But comes to high school, we have I've been I was at Langston last year. I'm at Peachtree Ridge with seven A. Uh, we have teams like Buford, Mill Creek. We got Mill Creek this Friday, and it's just it's just it's a lot of competition. There's a lot of good players, and I like I love being able to play against them. Makes me better throughout my years in high school, and I. Just I just love it down here in Georgia. Our nose. Yes, sir. Let's go. Okay. So talk about the high school playoffs in Georgia and how they're, you know, the structure of the playoffs and what's the atmosphere like uh for for playoffs in football in the state of Georgia. Cause I've heard it gets pretty wild down there. So let let us know what it's like down there. In Georgia, I don't know how it's like in other schools, but I know first round is is first round is basically uh for the good team, it's 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 a good game either way, but it comes the second round when you have like the real big games when you come into the playoffs, like like us, we have Mill Creek second round playoffs. So I don't know like I said, I don't know how it is in other states, but I just feel like I feel like it's it's pretty normal to become used to it. So I don't really know what to say about that one. <laughs> what's what's a what's a game day ritual for you, Darnell? Um, do you have any like routines that you go through on a game day, like before you even get to school? And then when you get to the field, like, do you have list, music that you listen to or any kind of routines that you stick to or anything of that nature, like a lot of athletes do? Yeah, I have a routine. I like to, in the morning, I like to uh, get up. They, my mom and dad makes me breakfast. Shout out to them. They always keep me right. The more I, make, I, get, I eat good breakfast, go to school, finish my work, make sure I get all my work done because uh, school comes first. After school, I just I just dial in. Cause we get out at 210, 210, I dial into the game. I'm get, I have playlists going. I like uh, little baby, NBA young boy, people like them. I listen to them to them before the game. It just helped me lock in more, and just I just feel like. Uh, also, my trainers, uh, they had they give me good stretch, stretches for my arms. They stretch me out before the game. They give me uh, massages, good stretches. My arm gets real loose so I can throw the ball. Cause I throw the ball a lot in one game and one sitting. So, shout out to my coaches, my trainers too. So. It's basically my uh, routine for the game days. No, I love that. I love hearing what the playlist is too, and like what you're all about when it comes to to everything. And then yeah, like shout out mom and dad for keeping you right, you know, with your your morning breakfast and get, getting that all. Make sure you're you know fed and and good to go, man. Um, you know, I wanted to ask you about training at the quarterback position. Obviously, this is your this is your spot, you know. And being a quarterback is more than just the physical stuff. It's also the mental and emotional leadership um, of the team. But I want to talk about you know, the training that you do um, in the off season, even outside of just what you're doing during the season. So uh, what's an off season look like for you, Darnell, as you're trying to, you know, continuously sharpen up um, your quarterback skills? It's just a lot of training, a lot of uh, good work on my trainers. Like Coach Hines, we we have good, we have good uh, off season trainings. Uh, I just feel like, I go to camps on off season, so I, the camps, the quarterback uh, coaches there at either school I go to, they help me with mechanics. But just feel like uh, just being with my coaches and getting good uh, mental things and getting things right.
my feet and my uh my brain and just just training on it and working on it every day. So like I do that all off season, so that's basically what I do off season. No, that's awesome, man. Darnell, do you uh do you play any other sports at this particular point, or are you kind of focused in on football for the for the time being? Uh. It's really I don't know what I'm gonna do right now, but I play basketball and I run I run track, so but I don't know how I'm gonna do that this year because it's like a whole different year for me, like a whole breakout year. I can't I can't get injured or nothing. I'm still a sophomore, so I'll probably run track, but I don't know yet. I don't know what I'm gonna do yet. Yeah, I got you. I got you. At some point, a lot of athletes that sometimes they like you know there comes a time where they kind of hone in on one. It sounds like that's kind of where you're at that point where you got to figure that piece out. I, I I wanted to ask that though because I wanted to ask you outside of football, like what are some of your favorite hobbies to do? Are you a gamer? Do you like to play games? Are you a reader? Like do you, what do you what do you like to do outside of the football field itself? I like to play games. Like I like to play two K and Madden. I like to play Fortnite on my PS Five, my PC. I like I really don't hang out a lot. Like outside of football, I do my I do studying. I watch film, uh, break down my opponents and. Just and doing my work, my homework outside of school, just being on my phone. There's not a lot at the at the football. I just I just chill basically at the school. You stay out of trouble. It seems like because that's that's one of the ways to do that is just to make sure you know you're not putting yourself in the bad situations. Now, I I did want to ask you as well. You know, leadership is a big factor for quarterbacks. We we're talking about that. That's a big that's a big piece of being a quarterback. It's not just the actual skill set of throwing a football. Uh, but leadership and and commanding a room. And as a sophomore, you know, you're a younger dude. And so sometimes I've seen it in other environments, it's hard for the younger, the younger guys to command the respect of like demand the respect of like older the, the upperclassmen, juniors and seniors and so forth. But I want to talk to you about leadership and uh, how do you display leadership as a quarterback over at Peachtree Ridge High School? Uh, I start by uh setting myself as an example, so uh making sure my teammates do the right thing and make sure I do the right thing because I can't tell them to do something when I'm not doing it. And just come with it's come with experience. Like last year, I was under Air Nolan at Langston. He he taught me a few things uh, of leadership, and I just carry it on here as a sophomore. And they they listen to me because we all we all have a good bond. We all as a family, and as a family, we just make sure we listen to each other and, 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 and get things right. No, I love that. You mentioned air. Um, I'm a Buckeyes fan. So like naturally I know who air Nolan is. So I was just going to ask you, you know, from mentors that you've had, you mentioned him, but I'm sure there's other players you've played alongside. Uh, what's the biggest lesson that they've taught you? So maybe we'll just use air, for example, since you already referenced him, what's one of the biggest lessons you learned being alongside him in the locker room? Uh, basically, the biggest lesson I learned was just, that's the leadership lesson. Just he he he's a great leader. He's he sets himself as an example. Also, like I said, he sets himself as an example. He tells his teammate. He hypes his teammates up when they're down. He doesn't get down. He 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 keeps his uh, his composure and just just those kind of type of things that I learned from here. Oh, I love that. I love that. Okay, so question for you on college visits i'm sure you're starting to look into that obviously this is like your breakout year you just mentioned that right so now it's like you know you're starting to kind of think for the future um do you have any college visits planned for 2024 at the moment or are you still waiting to kind of put your your list together i should say right now i don't have any plan right now so 
But as time goes, I'm I'm gonna plan them out. I'm gonna be able to let you know, or let anybody know what uh, what my business is looking like. But right now, I don't really know. No, that's totally fine. So that's this is also what I wanted to ask you, Darnell, is uh, where can we find that information out? Like, what's your social media feed so we can kind of keep you know track on like what's your journey like? You know, we there's a lot of people that are like interested to see like where you go and what what ends up happening. So uh, where can we find you on social media? On Twitter, you can find me at uh, the Created Player. On Instagram, you can find me at the Created Player, the underscore Created Player. Uh, on TikTok, you can find me at the Created Player. Uh, <laughs> but that's my name. That's my uh, brand. I just you look that name up, you're going to find me. Or look up Darnell Kelly, you're going to find me on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, anything. No, I love it. I, okay, so I'll put the links here in the description of the podcast so people can find it. But I wanted to ask you that. like, As I was getting to, to follow your pages and stuff, and I looked at the other things, the Created Player, the brand. Uh, talk to us about that. Like, what it, the the are you building a brand? Like, leverage that like as moving forward too. Like, talk to us about what's the I guess the behind the scenes of the created player. Like, what brought that up, and how did you you know decide to to build that as your brand? Well, my parents the one that brought it up. They the one gave me the name a couple of years back, and seeing now how I put my stats up, like it's just like everybody gets to call me that, and just feel like so. Brand, we're making hoodies. We're gonna sell them, and and yeah. Just so we got to keep building it and, and keep showing them why I'm the creative player. So yeah, yeah. So you're you're gonna have some merchandise that you'll be selling out. Yes, sir. I will. Okay, so I'm assuming on all your social media channels, we'll at least see something about the drop of that merch because I'm gonna buy something too. If you guys have hats or beanies, I would love one, even a shirt. I'll I'll snag one from y'all. But I just is, is that where we'll find it out is on your your social media feeds is when we'll know when the drop comes. Yes, on my social media, I have I have the link posted right now for pre-order on the hoodie. Right, this is one of the hoodies I have it on. But oh, oh, oh let's go! It's on my Twitter. All right, okay. Okay, so. I'll make sure we post that here in the Twitter uh, the the Twitter account for everybody, um, so we can check that out for pre-order. But man, that's actually pretty sweet. I love that. Now, I wanted to ask you, you know, nil name, image, and likeness. We're talking about your branding. You're talking about this stuff now. Um, you know, Georgia you know, has approved it for high school athletes. There's only a handful of states in the United States where NIL is okay for uh, high school athletes. And it's a big deal in the college world too, you know, and I think it's actually a great thing. I personally love the whole concept of NIL. I love that you can leverage your brand, your name, your image, your likeness. I, I love that. Um, but I want to just kind of get your thoughts on it. Yeah. Just as an athlete yourself, uh, you're a sophomore at the moment. George is kind of opening up the opportunities for you. Uh, what what are your overall thoughts on NIL, name, image, and likeness being approved for high school athletes in the state of Georgia? I think it's a good thing, but I feel like it can also be a distraction to some players and athletes. So I posted about NIL uh, on my Twitter at one point. It had like 20K views, but I closed it down because I, I can't get distracted. I have to finish the season out first because season coming first, I don't, I don't NIL can come second. I just I need to focus on myself, but but and I, yeah, I feel like it's a great thing though, and showing uh, the people your name, image, and likeness, and showing them who you are, and and people be able to brand you and be your career and your money. I, I feel like it's a great thing. Absolutely, man. I uh, but I respect that about you because that's that's kind of the topic of discussion. Is like, is it a distraction for these athletes? And you're aware of that, and you're aware of like when it becomes a distraction, and you had to like shut stuff down for a little bit. You got yeah. your priorities straight it sounds like so no that's awesome man um 
I want to hear about a memory, like a favorite memory in one of your favorite games that you've played thus far. Maybe it's this season, but uh, can you tell us a favorite memory in one of the games that you? Unfinished business, but what's what's. Uh, I feel like uh, is that to be high school? What was that? Sorry. You wanted to be high school. I mean, it doesn't have to be whatever. It, that's anything in your entire experience, your entire career. So it doesn't have to be. That's up to you. Uh, I, I think my favorite memory, like one of the memory I, I really, I really know, was a game thirteen. You, I played with Camo, Camo Spartan. We played Ross League, one of the top teams in the nation. I just, uh, I rolled out, I pump faked, and I, and I duked the man for a touchdown. And then a couple, a couple drives later, I just had like a, a, six, a sixty yard run. It got called back, so that's like one of my favorite memories. <laughs> Dude, that's actually pretty cool. I always tell people, Darnell, it's funny. Like the younger age groups have some of the best memories of of athletics. Like you're talking 13, you. I'm that's the same concept for me. I always a lot of my favorite memories in football always came from when I was 11, 12, 13 years old. So it's like <laughs> yeah. there are some good memories there, man. That's cool. Okay, so before we started recording, you talked about you know your coach and whatnot. Um, I would love to hear um, about something you've learned from your head coach what's what's something you've taken away from your head coach that you can apply into not only the football field like the football realm but also into your actual life he he gives great great advice so it's my first year with him he he gives me great advice and give the team great advice it just he's a role model for our team and, I, and he 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 sticks up for us i just feel like the things he tell us like he he, he tell us good things but one of the most I, I feel like one of the most that he probably told us was when we do we do uh we do we do a poem after every game we do a poem after every game and it just it win or lose it just shows us how how we need to stick together and and and, and be as a team and be able to go through things when we when we're losing we lost one game we still we still did the poem everybody as a team so it's just like fight we got to fight through obstacles it don't matter what it is we got to keep going that poem shows me that a lot. That's cool, man. Speaking of that, I uh, one of my favorite things about athletics, Darnell, and this is why I love doing my show and like connecting with athletes across the world, is I love the brotherhood or in the female world, the sisterhood. Like I just love the camaraderie that comes along with athletics. And people don't understand it if they've never played. Uh, but a football locker room is like very deep, and it can be uh, a, an amazing thing um, if the locker room stays together. And I just wanted to get your thoughts on the brotherhood aspect of football and uh, what you've learned and like how, how it feels really to like literally have a locker room full of dudes that you, you know, you're friends with, but you literally go through practices, you go through hell together, you go through games, the ups and downs and everything. You go out onto the field together. You literally feel like your brothers. People think it sounds corny, but it's not like, it's literally, that's what it feels like. And I love that aspect, but I wanted to get your thoughts on it. Like what does brotherhood mean to you? Brotherhood is a lot because we go, like you said, we go through a lot of grit, a lot of grind, a lot of grind. We we just as as a, as my team, we we always stick together. Like I said, we have we have confidence in each other. We listen to each other. We 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 have we have our uh, our moments. Like in summertime, we told it we was at some camp. The the dude man has opened up our 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 situation we're going through. Some of the uh, some of my teammates started crying. We all hugged each other. We just it just. I feel like it builds us, and as a, as brothers, like my them really my brothers, and I, and I really love them, and we can really uh go places. I miss my seniors, uh, I miss my seniors when they leave, but I feel like I have some great uh, brotherhood going on with that.
Oh yeah, for sure, man. So here in Idaho, right, we're this this Friday is the state championship for for football. Uh, last Friday was the semifinals, and uh, my alma mater, which I graduated like almost twenty years ago, but anyway, my alma mater was playing in the semifinals. They came up short by six points. It's kind of a heartbreaking loss, but um, it was interesting to watch some of the kids. I've coached them before, so I was watching them, and a lot of those seniors. Like that's the last time they'll play football together, right? That's the last time that that specific squad will ever play together uh, because some will go off to college. Some won't. Um, that might be their last time playing. But anyway, it's like a sad thing, right? But at yeah. the same time, I was sitting there watching them and I'm like, dude, they've got memories that they'll have forever. Like that memory you just shared right there, like at the camp and like guys crying and stuff like they've got memories like that, that no one will ever understand. Like you'll never understand that unless you were part of the crew. And They'll go on in their lives, have kids, get married, whatever happens, happens. But like, they'll always have those memories of, of high school football, the locker room and the camaraderie and the brotherhood. And I think it's super cool. Like, I, It was heartbreaking for me to watch some of those guys lose. But what you were just saying right there is like spot on. And I hope the athletes that listen to this understand that, like, don't take things for granted, you know, play, enjoy your time, because at some point it will come to an end. It, it always does. It sucks. But sure. you'll always have your brothers with you, no matter what. Those are like lifelong friends, regardless. So. Super, super cool. Darnell, uh, as you go forward, uh, I want to know what your biggest skill set is off the field. So we've talked about your leadership. We've talked about what you like to do, like, you know, you game, you chill. But off the field, what is your biggest skill set? Like, uh, like do, you, do you cook? Are you a really good student? I know your GPA is pretty dang high, which is awesome. Like, what's your biggest skill off the field? Uh, biggest skill off the field, probably like making sure my family's straight, and also being a great student in the in the class in the in the building. So yeah, I feel like that's one of my biggest. I I feel like I have to take this opportunity to ask you this because it's important for a lot of the athletes that are going to listen to this. I have a ton of high school athletes that listen to this, and even younger sometimes, and their parents have you a student athlete. It's hard to like keep your grades up and and do that, especially when you're a pretty high profile athlete. Okay, I want to know if you have any advice on like how do you do it? How do you make sure that you keep your grades up and you keep that as a priority while you're also playing at a very high level on the football field? Because grades are hard. It's hard for some people to keep the priorities together and yeah. and do both. Uh, one thing I do is just make sure I, I get home on time. Make sure I go home and do my homework. Just feel uh, and staying after my teacher, ask teach my teacher questions and and asking questions during class, and make sure that I understand the topic before I move on. And just you gotta have a good bond with your teachers and make sure you're a good student. Don't be bad in the class. Don't be a distraction. Don't be. Uh, you can be confused, but you got you gotta you gotta make sure you you ask and and I'm confused sometimes, but I ask and my teacher helps me and I get unconfused. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like that's what you gotta do. I love that. I hope that the listeners of this podcast rewind that segment every time they listen to this and take a note on that. That's such an important piece. Ask questions, dude. Like if you're just a good student, like you can learn a lot. Even if you don't understand it at first, like whatever the teacher's teaching, like ask questions. Don't be scared to ask a question. They'll help you. Just do what you're supposed to do. Don't be a distraction. I love all those things you just said. Those are all golden nuggets. Uh, Darnell, what's the biggest life lesson thus far? I know you're young, but th what's the biggest life lesson that football has taught you so far in your life? Uh, like you said, don't take things for granted. That's probably the biggest life lesson because just seeing 
seeing how some of my teammates can get hurt anytime and 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 they playing their butts off and and they and they get hurt out of nowhere like that's just like don't don't take things from granted because it can happen at any time without even without football anything can happen in your life you just got to keep moving i love that man i appreciate the insight man so as we wrap up the interview darnell i know you got a game coming up this week like i by the time this interview launches, which will be next Friday, this this game will be done. And I just want to know, like, what's next for Darnell Kelly? So if you look down two months from now, what should we be expecting from Darnell? I should expect me to be, like, bigger than I am right now because I know my, my recruitment is going up, but it's going up slowly. But I feel like from two months from now, I feel like it's going to be boosted. I'm going to be one of the top quarterbacks in the nation. I already am, but, like, just, just for everybody to know my name, everybody to know who I am, just uh, I feel like that's what next thing coming up. Heck, yeah. And that's what we're trying to do here. We're trying to spotlight you, man, give you a, the the credit that you have earned um, here on this using this platform to do so. So we're doing our best to help you out on that front. I'm looking forward to seeing where you go, Darnell. I appreciate you taking the time out of your, your busy schedule to chat with me. Tell your coach thank you as well, if you could, please, for letting you – you know, come onto the podcast and get you in there and, and doing this thing. And uh, is there any shout outs that you want to give before we uh, wrap this one up? Yeah. I want to shout out uh, God for giving me this, in this place and, and this, and this predicament and, and keeping me with life. I want to shout out my parents for always pushing me. You know, my dad, he has me up at four o'clock in the morning, five o'clock in the morning running and adding to my speed. I want to uh, thank my mom for just, um, she pushed me as well, like with my schoolwork. She she the one that helped me a lot, that helped me keep my grades up. She because she's a teacher also, so she helps me. And she and I want to thank my coaches and my my teammates and my family, because they always keep me pushing as well. They keep me they keep me right. They keep me they keep me up. And they keep me the best the best of me. So I want to thank you to the, the the people right there. Heck yeah, man! And if a college coach is listening to this right now, Darnell, which they will, what? would they expect to get from Darnell Kelly? Like uh, they listened to this interview, they've learned a little bit about you, but if a college coach was listening at this very moment, you're like, Hey, this is what you're going to get from me. What would be like three things that you would say at the top of your list that they're going to get from Darnell Kelly? Uh, a great leader, a great player and a great role model. Yes, sir. I love it, man. I appreciate you joining us, Darnell. Thanks for uh, bringing all your insight and, and and sharing all that and giving the shout outs to those who deserve it, who have helped you out in your life. And you know what? Well, we look forward to seeing where you go the rest of your career. For those who are listening to the podcast, we appreciate you. Make sure you hit the subscribe button because we'll be coming to you next week with another interview. Guys, thanks so much for listening to another episode of my show. Now, if you could go and do me a favor, head over to iTunes, give me five stars and leave me a review. It would be greatly appreciated. Thanks, guys. Appreciate your support.